Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports. Oh, this is so good. The Final Frontier. These are the voices of the sinner and the saint. Did you really think that after absolutely blowing your butt out in game one. Did they blow their butt out? Yes, they blew their collective butts out to try to get that win. Oh, their weekly mission to provide hot takes, medium takes, mild takes, to boldly go where no show has gone before. Take me to Flavortown. Luke Anderson. You're welcome. You're welcome, world. Will Darkens. I know what you're thinking. What will the butt test tell us that the <laughs> nose test didn't? The Sinner and the St. Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan, the radio.com app. It's just turned into a gigantic Mexican. And 1080thefan.com. Hour two of the Sinner and the Saints. If you missed anything from Hour One podcast available, brought to you by Les Schwab Tires at 1080thefan.com, radio.com. It's available by uh, shooting a flare gun into space that spells out the word send me podcast. Mm. You can get those flares at. Dick's Fireworks Shop, open 24-7 in my basement. Is that next to the Jerky Shack? Yes, just below the Jerky Shack. You have to go in the side entrance. Uh, There's no indoor entrance. You have to go through the outdoor cellar entrance. It's also a uh, bomb shelter. Do you wear one of those old, uh, what are they, uh, what's what's the guy who uh, makes metal? What do you call one of them? Smelter? Smelter. What What do you mean? Like a... Do you wear one of those blacksmith? Yeah, it is. Yep. Is that what you're? Do you wear one of those smelters? They don't make metal. They they shape metal. You know what the hell I I meant. Okay. Do you wear one of those blacksmiths uh, aprons? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Would you not? And some of the some of the stuff we're putting in the jerky, you don't want to get that on your clothes. That's right. See, that's how I imagine you at home is that you got just a blacksmith apron on. Nothing else. Yeah, that's pretty much it. (laughs) That's pretty much it. Yeah welding gloves that go all the way up to the elbow and boots and you yeah. got like a gas mask on sure. for some reason sure. somebody's like does that guy make meth <laughs> it's just jerky yeah but it's addictive yeah <laughs> so you say to take one bite you'll be uh, wanting my jerky all night oh amen to that uh all right so it's nba all-star weekend um i was reading a fun article fun i was reading a fun article oh um in Sports Illustrated. Oh. Not really. I, I didn't open a Sports Illustrated. I don't even know why I said it like that. Like, I have a Sports Illustrated subscription, and I picked it up, and then I opened it to an article that I wanted to read. I was on SportsIllustrated.com, and I was reading an article mm. about whatever happened to the NBA All-Star Weekend's 
favorite event, the Legends game. You're going to have to remind me what the Legends game is. Why don't you guess what the Legends game is, and we'll see how far off you are. Uh, I think you got some cart some old guys out there and watch them play ball for 20 minutes. Yeah, 24 minutes. They would play for 24, 24 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see, so you're, you're almost exactly right. It's not, not a foreign concept. Would you think right now that it would be worth the price of admission to watch a NBA Legends game? Yes, of course it would, and especially for All-Star Weekend. Now, I am big time, bigly, huge into NBA All-Star Weekend. And yes, I will you are. say, yeah, I think it's the best All-Star product that is still left in sports. I think Ooh. the MLB All-Star uh, thing is dumb because I hate baseball. The <laughs> yeah, but you, think base- you don't think the All-Star game yeah. is any more dumb than you think the rest of baseball it's, is. It's by proxy. Yeah. Yeah, I think sure. baseball's dumb. Heretofore, baseball All-Star Weekend sucks. Also, I never think about cricket All-Star Weekend because I never think about cricket. It's the same connection. You're catching on. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. Pro Bowl sucks because they don't try anymore and they don't really want to play for anything. And it's, yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah. I mean, they don't want to hurt each other. I get that. NBA All-Star Weekend is still awesome because, and it's not as awesome this year because it's all on one day and yep. it's kind of a mess. Uh, but uh, pre-corona and possibly post-corona, um, NBA All-Star Weekend is amazing because they understand the product they're putting out there is just pure entertainment. Sure. Right? And like, it's the idea that you know the foregone conclusion of everything. You know how everything is going to go, but you love the ride. Like, you know that the skills challenge for the most part isn't going to be incredibly exciting until probably the end, but it's still kind of exciting. You know the three-point contest is kind of lame now because everybody shoots three-pointers all the time, and it's yeah. not really that cool that you can make that many in a row, but it's still pretty cool towards the end of the round when the two guys are going at each other, right? Yeah. You know the game pretty much sucks the first three quarters, but then they get to like 187 to 178, and you're like, oh, who's going to win in the last two minutes? So it's like it's this kind of lazy excitement about it. NBA All-Star Weekend. Like yeah. I can just plop my ass on the couch and watch it. So they played the Legends game from 88 to 94, and it was replaced by the Rising Stars Challenge. Would you care to venture a guess as to why they eliminated the old-timers game? Somebody got hurt. Everybody got Man. hurt. They called it the, uh, the wow, now I lost it and I don't have it in front of me. Uh, but they basically made reference to the fact that it was going to be the torn ligament game. And it was one of those things where part of the reason that I would want to see it is, yes, injuries happen, and I get that. Everybody knows what they're signing up for. But when you have guys that are running around that have been out of the league for, you know, five to 15 years, it would be so great to see those guys go out and play because what always happened inevitably was it got down to the end of the game, and exactly what you're saying with the All-Star game, is ah, they're just having fun and they're doing slow backdoor cuts and they're they're not shooting as well as they used to, so you know everybody's kind of ribbing each other. You get down to the last couple of minutes and it's a close game and they take it super serious. Yes. And they had a one uh, a sudden death overtime rule, so there's a couple of years that it went down to sudden death. And Doug Collins was talking about he's like, dude, going for a rebound in sudden death overtime a bench, a, against a bunch of legends from NBA's past. He goes, that was the most intense basketball I ever played. I feel like they could do it again. It's I think just, it'd be great. Don't do a game 
Like, why don't you have them do... Somebody suggested a free throw contest. Yeah, free throws. Why don't you let them, like... Let them do the three-point contest. Let them do the skills challenge. It'd be fun to watch. Yeah, or just, like, during halftime of something or kind of like an interlude, like, do, like, a tips challenge. Yeah. Like, you know, 21, the game tips. Sure, yeah. Just have them do that. Like, they'll do that on the... uh, inside the NBA on TNT. Yeah. They'll do that like every now and then. And it's kind of funny. Yeah. Like I bet you could do that with minimal injury from guys and then set an age limit too. It, just say, yeah. look, you can't be past seven years uh, from the league. Getting getting players from yesterday into the All-Star weekend would be fantastic. Yeah. I really like that idea. Speaking of players from yesterday, uh, this week Antoine Walker went on to a podcast. Uh, it was Patrick Peterson's podcast. I don't know who else on is on it, but uh, uh I can't remember what the podcast is called, but you may have it in front of you if you want to give them credit for it. Uh, no. Okay. I will, I will find it for you. But Antoine Walker was talking about the, (laughs) the playing, uh, poker or uh, gambling with one Michael Jordan. And it's worth hearing. And then Michael's competitive, man. I remember one time we played spades for 36 hours. Damn. (laughs) We played spades for 36 hours. We were playing against two other guys. We were playing against two other guys. Me and Michael were partners, and we were playing against two other guys. And they had us stuck B-Mac 900,000. What? Yeah. So you guys familiar with spades, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you're familiar with spades. So so y'all know the first hand. So we were playing the first hand bid itself. Yep. Okay. Yep. So whoever gets seven, we was betting 50,000 on that. What? Betting 50 on who gets seven, and then – Fifty thousand on the game. Were y'all playing uh, Joker, Joker, Deuce, Deuce, Ace? Nope. Or were y'all playing Joker, Ace, Joker, Ace, 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 Queen, Ace, King, Ace Queen, Queen. Ace, King, Ace, Queen, man. That old that was school. the and, and this was the crazy part that we played for thirty. And what made it even more interesting, it was the day that he actually supposed to made his announcement that he was officially coming back. He canceled the press conference, everything. We played for thirty six <laughs> hours, man. Did anyone ever find out why he canceled the press conference? Did that news ever break? Nope. Because it was, it was, we did it. We was down, and it, actually, we was down the street from the press conference in one of our good friends' restaurant at the <laughs> top of the restaurant, and we played for thirty six hours. Man, we was down. So, wow. Hey, you, man. I was straight. Man, I thought you stayed up all night and gamble and beat you, man. Man, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh no question. We didn't stay up. No, we didn't make twenty four hours. So my question for you, Tuan, did you guys actually have the cash, or y'all were playing with markers? No, 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 no. This all cash. Ooh, so this, this what happened. This, this is what happened. This is what happened. I was leaving for Boston in a couple of days, so I had about a hundred thousand. I was always a cash person. I had my money. Mm-hmm. MJ had about two hundred on him. MJ sent for a half a million. Mm. <laughs> cash. Yeah. Jeez. This was the press conference was supposed to be announcing his return to basketball to play for the Wizards. Uh, that is the All Things Covered podcast with Patrick Peterson and Bryant McFadden. Now, you told uh, me about this audio before, and I had read, like, uh, Bill Simmons writes about this story in his uh, book of basketball. Yeah. And th- it didn't go into that much detail. Well, though. Antoine Walker also is pretty famous for losing all the money he made <laughs> in the NBA. Yeah. And here he is sitting with Michael Jordan on the same team down 900. If you didn't hear it correctly, down $900,000 in a game of spades. 
And do you think Michael Jordan would let? The reason he went 36 hours is if Michael Jordan is down, he does not let you leave the room until he wins some of that money back, which uh, I read read a little bit more about this. And uh, apparently they made uh, some of their money back, uh, but they still were down six figures when it ended. But they did not lose $900,000. Oh but at gosh. one point, that's what they were down. See, this is why gambling to me just like everybody has their vices. And yes. like alcohol was my vice where it's like, I'll have some and that, then I need uh, more that and beats and be well beats is a controlled vice. Okay. I still get my high off beats, yes. but like, you know, I get a little bit then I want some more then I want some more. That's making me feel pretty good. Let's just keep this thing rolling. Yeah. Right. And then next thing you're shirtless running through a small Creek That's covered right. mud and uh, what you hope is uh dirt from the bank edges. Well, hopefully. Yeah. But that whole thing with gambling, I never got that. Yeah. I never I've tried gambling before and just like I've I've won, I've lost, I've gone through the whole thing, and each time I'm just kinda like, all right, whatever. I, but it, Michael Jordan is somebody who literally that was his addiction. Yeah. Like it was well, that basketball. Tense. Yeah. I mean and I guess maybe you don't want to lump it into gambling, but just more competitive. Sure, yeah. Competition. He was so freaking competitive that he does stuff like that. Yep, that, that and golf and, and competition and gambling are it's hand in hand. It, well, yes, but it's, it's also a, a dangerous combination too, for a lot of people, because when you're playing, especially against the house, like this is, this is a poker game between, you know, friends. Um, that is a very different thing than going out and then trying to beat Caesar's palace. Yeah. So anyways, I uh, just wanted to share that story with you. Uh, 503-250-1080 is the fan text line. Uh, what is the worst home project disaster you ever had? And it's got to be something where you had the idea that this is going to go well. Yeah. And uh, that like you weren't let's really see where it goes. following no, no, instructions. Not too many rules. Shut up. Don't give too many rules. We'll discuss it next. The worst home project disasters or best stories. Just share those. We'll share ours. Uh, we'll do it next. Center and Saint on 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's right. It is the center in the Saint with Will Dark and, and Luke Anderson, and uh, we'll be joined momentarily by uh, Jen Ellis. Talk some baseball. Mariners uh, making plays in spring training. Ticket prices up. Uh, a two-way player uh, returning, or I guess 
showing the form that everybody was so excited about a few years ago. So a few things to talk about in baseball. But, Will, you brought up uh, the topic, I assume, for a reason. Uh, you wanted to talk about the biggest fails with home maintenance projects. That's right. And we brought it up because in Good vs. Evil, we uh, encountered a man who made a two-by-two-foot uh, patch of gasoline uh well, no, that's it. It's two by two patch of gasoline, lit it on fire to yeah. melt snow in his backyard sure. for some reason. It reminded me that like there's a lot of people out there who are like me and you don't know <laughs> anything about being handy or yeah. fixing your house. You guys talked about that this week on uh, AJ and Dusty in the afternoons, that's the right. new show from noon to three right here on 1080 The Fan, which uh, I will I will congratulate you because I thought that uh, they made you sound even pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but th- it was a great week of shows. So if anybody hasn't listened to uh, AJ Dusty with Will Darkens, uh, in the afternoon. Very good show. But you guys were talking about how unhandy you you and Dusty are. Well, we are very unhandy, and it reminds me of, like, because like, I don't necessarily, like, go on the Internet to look up how to fix certain things. I sure. probably should because the Internet's a great resource, and there's a bunch of handy people on there sure, that, yeah. that give out free advice. I don't do that. <laughs> and so I so just— So not only are you not handy, yeah. you, you have no wisdom either. Yeah, that's right. And, and you don't admit to any of it. No. Cool. And so, like, I'll have moments where I just, like, there's a problem, and I just kind of formulate in my brain how to fix it. Sure. And it's based off nothing. <laughs> so, what? like, we had a, uh, we had a broken, um, uh, we had a broken latch to, like, a cover for a light switch, right? Sure. And instead of going out and, like, buying a new, like, latch frame, which I learned later that's what you do, uh, <laughs> to keep the cover on, I basically was like, well, look, what we'll do is just roll up some uh, duct tape on the back and duct tape the frame onto the wall. Oh, yeah, that seems like a terrible now, idea. Now, here is the key. <laughs> I didn't tell my wife that's what I did. Ah. So she just assumed that I had fixed it. Without anything else. Well, yep. come to find out, duct tape does rip paint off your wall. Yes. And now there is a portion of our wall that just doesn't have paint around it. So I love that you've I, you've made the right decision there in leaving up the monument to your failure. Yes. I think that... And that's even the worst part is because I could just go out and buy the paint to match it, but knowing me, I would just mess that up. So. Yeah, exactly. So just leave it. Yeah, and then I guess what happened. Yeah, just goes, ah, Will's an idiot. I don't need to do that. Yeah. So that's not even that bad of a fail. And I was trying to think of like the worst ones that I have personally. And most of the time it's like, you know, I, I, I put in like the drywall mounts or whatever to hang something on the wall and it's a little bit off. I don't have a lot of uh, spectacular failures, but the one that it reminded me of uh, most was uh, one of my brothers uh, went to Wyotech uh, University or Wyotech uh, Trade School in Wyoming uh, oh, for Wyotech. Wyotech. Okay. Uh, so it's a it's a pretty actually it's a pretty prestigious school for diesel mechanicry. So he goes out there and he gets his uh, his his degree and he's coming back and we're gonna have a barbecue. It's the middle of the summer. He drives all the way back from Wyoming, which I don't know which trip it was, but on one of the trips, uh, like the axle fell off of the the truck that he was driving and he mm. repaired it with a piece of rope. He's one of those guys. He's very handy. And he went to study being more handy so that he yeah. could work on very sophisticated equipment. Uh, so smart guy, right? Ro- rope and duct tape are in that same category sure. of like, yeah, yeah. But, except, except for he did not fail. He's like, he's like, I need to get this uh, bucket of bolts to where I'm going. Let me just see what I have. And he MacGyver's like the axle of a car back onto the car. That's pretty badass. Yeah. So th- this is the, this is the ability that he has. 
So he gets back and pulls into the house just as we're getting ready to light the barbecue. And, of course, he's like, oh, I'll take care of that. Grabs the lighter fluid, starts spraying uh. it all over the the briquettes. And the deck, the barbecue is on the deck right next to, like, a big fish pond yeah. that my mom uh, built. And so <laughs> he, he lights the match and flames shoot out the top because he put uh. in way too much lighter fluid. Somehow the flame jumps from the Weber barbecue down his leg, and now his pants are literally on fire. So he has to throw himself into the fish pond. And that is like uh, all of this within like 10 minutes of getting home from Wyoming, driving solo. Yeah. I am here at the party. I got the barbecue. Don't worry yeah, about he's it. He's emboldened. Yeah. And then and then he lights himself on fire to throw himself into a fish pond. So no, no, no damage done. But when you're telling me the story of this guy lighting his own backyard on fire to to put out the snow, at least it, I don't think it went that bad. Uh, but that was pretty good. And and I will say uh, my handiest moment, unless you have one that you want to. I got one for the text line. Please share that one. And then I'll show you my my proudest handyman moment. This one from Rust. Uh, wife and kids were out of town. I tried to fix the leaky toilet, over tightened the screws in the tank, which cracked, then shattered. Toilet tank full of water all down the heat register. I was standing there in my underwear about ready to cry. This was the same night I put together our new couch, and somehow a tree frog had gotten into the family room. <laughs> Holy hell. That's a great story. That's a hell of a day, I'll tell you that. Yeah. And I'll tell you something else. Toilets are just sneaky in terms yeah. of fixing them. Because you can really F up a toilet oh, yeah. just very easily. Yep. Like, you don't really have to do much to F no. a toilet up. No. Um, so my my handiest moment that I was most proud of, this was uh, back back in the day when I was uh, doing stand-up comedy, and I was on a tour traveling somewhere in the southeast. I might have been Missouri. It might have been Arkansas. It might have been Italy. Any, any of those towns. Oh. I might have been Georgia. I don't know. I couldn't tell you exactly what it was, but we were at some cruddy motel, and uh, we were trying to kill time, and me and this guy that we brought along for, like, he was kind of our roadie, and, and shows where we didn't have openers, he would sometimes jump up on stage. So he and I were just trying to kill time, and he had one of those long lanyards with way too many keys on it, especially for, like, a young guy. He was probably, I don't know, 24 maybe at the time, 23, mm -hmm. 24. Mm. And he had 45 keys like he was a janitor on the end of a lanyard, and we created this game in the hotel room where we had wadded up a ball of paper and we were playing baseball, but you had to use the lanyard like a mace oh. and hit, hit the paper ball uh -huh. with the keys. We played a couple rounds back and forth. And then I, I hit a home run. I mean, I hit it all the way into the uh, sink of the bathroom wow. from the front door of the hotel. And because I got, standard hotel room, because I know that I know, I know yep, how far know that distance. is. Yep. Crushed it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but I hit it so hard that the keys flew off the lanyard, and and all forty five keys stuck into the drywall, oh. <laughs> right next to the TV, and put a hole about the size of my fist into the drywall of the hotel room. And we're like, uh oh, we're gonna have to pay for this, uh, you know, damage that we so did. So then to the wall. you tried to put up your own drywall. Oh no, I successfully put up my own drywall using toothpaste and toilet paper. Oh. I was able to patch the wall so that when you walked in, there was no visible damage on the off-white wall. And we were using toiletry products to, to brush over it. We took like we filled the hole mostly with toothpaste. <laughs> 
and then used as many layers of toilet paper and whatever other toiletry products we had to camouflage. Dude, that is such a rook move. Now, it was, hey, such a rookie listen, move. Listen, we never received a bill from that hotel, and I don't know how long it was until whatever concoction we put in there started attracting bugs. Mm. But it was long enough that nobody traced it back to us, and we were all good. It can, was it was a good move. Can I tell you how I'd handle that situation? Sure, yes, go ahead. Look, I wouldn't even go that far. Yeah, I would go find some cardboard, and I would draw like a drawing on it, hang it up, like just hang it up yeah. <laughs> over the hole. Just move one just, of the move yeah. one of the pictures of like an orchid on there, yeah. and just move it across. That's right. That's all you got to do. Who the, who the hell is going to remember that that picture goes there? Because so just be like, oh, it doesn't go right next to the TV. We were just happy we didn't hit the TV. I was like, oh, that would have been bad. That one you can't really fix. Yeah, yeah no, you can't do a, a dumb guy. It fix was there. the drywall, and oh yeah, we we had a blast just trying to figure out how to do it. And guess what? It just went from one game to another. We're like, oh, we're trying to kill time. Now let's go to the fun game of how do you patch drywall without anybody knowing with what we have yeah and there it was macgyver that so. is it they, they tell you on the internet too that's a thing uh, if you got little tiny holes do the toothpaste yeah it drives well. yeah, yeah it, we, it does we, it and it's kind of cosmetic and whatever yeah well there you go i i know I, this was pre-youtube i was old back then or i i'm old now i was young back then uh, and there was a lot of space where there was no youtube so there there it was um all right that uh that that's a perfect lead in uh to our friend jen ellis joining us to talk some baseball. Will, do you have all your baseball questions ready? All your baseball hot takes ready? All typed out. Perfect. We will get those after this Sports Center update. Hi, I'm Leif. You know. After this Sports Center update. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome we were Jen Ellis Hello. to the Center in the Saints. Jen, how? Good morning. How are you? How was your week? You got to watch spring training baseball. Yes, I was like, oh my gosh, baseball's on my TV. Yeah? Did you have any moments yes. where you got all pissed off at the new rules? Well, yes. I... <laughs> Yes, there was one moment. Uh, it was very exciting. And all of the fans that were in the stands, which is so exciting to see fans back in the stands, yes. um, you could hear their displeasure with <laughs> the pulling of the pitcher after 20 pitches. The I think it was the White Sox. Uh, the White Sox had the bases loaded, and the pitcher against them was just struggling, and the manager was like, eh. And there was only one out. Yeah. You know, and I mean, the fans just erupted because yeah. they just cleared the field. So if you missed it last week, we talked about this. Uh, the managers uh, in spring training, and they want to keep the game short, and they want to keep, mm -hmm. you know, uh, as 
few face-to-face interactions as they can or whatever the right. methodology behind sure. it is. They made the rule that if a pitcher gets to 20 pitches, the manager has the option of just ending the half inning. Exactly. So in this situation already, bases <laughs> I loaded. I mean, yeah. Yeah, oh, bases gosh. loaded, one out. And it was super exciting for a spring training game, you know. Sure. And you, I mean, just imagine you haven't been at a live game in over a year. You have the chance to be at this spring training game with limited seating. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's getting exciting and your team's about to score a bunch of runs because the bases are loaded with yep. no outs or one out. And, eh. Well, and, and real quickly, uh, <laughs> what has the limited capacity done to ticket prices in the oh, Cactus League? My and, goodness. Yeah. Well, uh, I was just for fun looking at the Game Time app to see what the prices would be. And I took a screenshot of, <clears throat> I think it was the Indians, who mm-hmm. are a total crap team. Sure. I mean, and the A's. Uh, and the tickets were like $98 uh, just for, you know, to sit in the berm. Yeah. Um, and then for good teams, for, t- you know, tickets <laughs> to see the Dodgers. Sure. Oh, my gosh. Those tickets are, I yeah, I have a screenshot of it because it was I couldn't believe it. It was 220 bucks to sit on the berm. 220 each, bucks. The berm each, is each. a grassy hillside yes. in the outfield. Yeah. Uh, not even, ha- you don't even buy a seat. Right. They have little little boxes painted off for you to sit in. And yeah. everybody's supposed to sit in their little boxes. And it was so funny, the first uh, home run, people didn't know what to do. They're like, can I leave my box to go get that ball? You know, and they're kind of looking around and like, uh, and then all of a sudden now you see people just, you know, running around in the, uh, in the berm to, to try to catch the, the home run balls and stuff. But, uh, one guy without a shirt caught it, caught it yesterday and did like this crazy flip. And it yeah. was, you know, I mean, it was spectacular. It's, it's it was fun. Yeah, it was so much fun. Did you, you know? see the good news out of California, out of Sacramento yes. yesterday? Yes. They are going to allow limited, uh, limited seating, uh, limited fans, for uh, MLB games in California. That's right, and they'll start yes. April 1st, yes. and uh, I believe the A's, Angels, and Padres all have home games on April mm-hmm. 1st, so yep. uh, that's how early you could see it. And I think California is a good indication. Suk and I were talking about this yesterday because I filled in for Isaac, but it it's it's such a good indication that uh, we will get it, be getting back to normal when California is the one making these decisions, yes, too. Like exactly. If you're, if you're looking if it, at Florida yeah, as a Texas, leader in what's yeah, happening yeah, in yeah, Texas. No, and, no, no, no. no. But if yeah. California is mm-hmm. making these decisions, sure. it means that we're making very good yes, progress. Good headway. Um, you how how exactly? I know that you looked at how Oakland is doing it. How are they uh, making seats available for for fans? Because you and I talked a little bit about uh, this after bit, the show. Yeah, the the most recent thing I saw, and it could have changed by now, but yeah. uh, they were they were originally allowing people to buy like a, a flex pass, which is what they were calling it, yeah. uh, because they didn't know when fans were going to be allowed back. So you could purchase a ticket um, and then turn in that ticket or voucher for yeah. an actual game ticket once they figured out the fan situation. So now um, I believe, you know, the A's, you know, they always post stuff on Instagram about what they're uh, planning to do with tickets and things like that. So, um, but yeah, th- I think that's the most recent that I saw that they were doing with, with those. But yeah. yeah. Uh, what's more exciting? Uh, my... Seattle Mariners uh, turning a triple play uh, yesterday. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, yeah. The, the the old the old classic five two three two mm-hmm. uh, two of the outs at home. Yeah, which is, which is that was great. awesome. I know because uh, you usually just see it, you know, where the yeah, third the baseman gets it and tags and yeah, yeah. Go, goes around the horn. Mm-hmm. But no, home to first and then back to yeah, home. It was uh, really good. Yeah, <laughs> is, is fun. always fun. Or mm-hmm. I'll give you the triple play. Or Shohei Otani. <gasps> Uh, Looking good on the mound. So here's the thing. I remember Shohei Otani's MLB debut. Sure. It was against the A's in Oakland. 
And, you know, I mean, there was press from all over the world there. So, Will, we'll, real quick, we'll just we'll get a gauge of how our fans know. Do you know who Shohei Otani is? Yes, I do. Okay. okay. Fantastic. Yeah. All right, and cool. we can continue your story. Yeah, and, of course, his debut was spectacular, and he knocked out the A's in a hurry, you know. And uh, it was so much fun to watch. And then, of course, you know, he had problems with his arm. He had, oh, yeah, had Tommy John, Tommy John. Yep. And then he was only hitting. He wasn't pitching. They tried to have him pitch last season or the season before, and it just didn't work out. He wasn't right. But, you know, he had his spring debut. Uh, and they were, you know, long awaiting it and see if he can. And 5Ks. And, of course, he strikes them all out. And it's the A's. Yeah. So, yeah, it was the A's again. Um <laughs> So, yeah, you know, it's like, well, it's a small sample size yep. only against the A's. Yeah. So, you know. But it's a good sign for baseball because yeah. it is one of the more exciting stories, uh, I think, of, of the past few years in baseball mm-hmm. is is having a guy that's going to be playing DH mm-hmm. and pitching yes. uh, every yeah. fifth day. Yeah, uh, and they, they, they decided to change that this year. Joe Madden said, no, we're not going to have him do the Sunday thing and then yeah. not, not yeah. hit the day before and not hit the day after. Just screw it. He's just going to be in the regular rotation. <laughs> He's going to pitch on his day when it comes up. You know, he's going to DH when, you know, when he's not pitching. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, they're going to see how it goes. And hopefully, I mean, he's, it's a great story. He was such a cute little skinny kid and now he's super buff. Yes, and it's yeah. like, oh my God, that dude's gorgeous. It's like, <laughs> holy cow. You know, wow. But um, that's yeah. exactly what I yes, said too. He's gorgeous. You His pitches are gorgeous. You, yeah. The yes. pitches. So, uh, yes, um, I was talking to my friend. I said, yeah, it's just practice games. Spring training do- doesn't count. And he said, oh, just rehearsals. And I said, yes, exactly. They're, they're just rehearsing and they're Costumes are great this year. One so. of my favorite things, and I don't know if we've explored this, uh, but your circle of friends <laughs> are not mm-hmm. giant baseball fans Mm-mm. like you. No, so. my cat's eyes just glaze over every time I start talking. <laughs> They're like, uh, no, no but, yeah. but even a lot of your close friends, mm-hmm. you're explaining baseball to them a lot, yes. uh, very often. So it's always funny. <laughs> your, your stories of explaining baseball to your mm-hmm. friends are some of my favorites. So maybe yeah. when we have uh, a little bit One more time, we'll, tell, yeah, maybe, stories, maybe we'll yeah. get into some of those stories. Um, <laughs> I do have to tell Will, though, that I did watch um, 90 Day Fiance. And we'll talk about that later. Yeah, don't worry. We've but, got what to watch you know, next. Other than baseball, yes. I was like, oh, well, why not? Let me just see what this is. Well, yeah. But uh, yeah. And- no, um, I do have to explain baseball often to people yes uh, but we'll get into that some of that maybe when you have a particularly good story uh, (laughs) we'll get into that so uh, but we are getting into baseball and uh, we you and I were also talking about the rarest feat in baseball Mm -hmm. uh, and do you have any idea how many unassisted triple plays have been turned in baseball history I think there's only like 28 or something there's fewer it's fewer than how many perfect games yes it is it is the rarest uh, play in baseball and it is uh, the total number of unassisted triple plays in baseball history is 15. Oh, what did just I just say? 18? 20, you said 28. Oh, I thought yeah, I said you're 18. you're way off. Sorry. Almost by double. I was looking at, I saw, I saw 18 in my head, but sorry. Yeah, there you mm-hmm. go. Never no, mind. You said, you, I was wrong. You, you said the wrong number then. I did. Um, but it was either, either way, <laughs> even if you would have said 18, you still would have been wrong. But been only wrong. 15, so yes. uh, well, who knows if we'll see one this year, but uh, that's kind of fun. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, check it out. Baseball is back. Yeah, baby, and fans in the stands. I know that was that was yeah. exciting. Well, it, you crazy. know what it made me think of too is if you have fans in the stands in in California, mm-hmm. the likelihood that we may see someone at Moda Center cheering on the Blazers in a playoff mm-hmm. series mm-hmm. wouldn't that be awesome? Those tickets will be ridiculous. Oh man, talk about Don't spring even. training Dodgers games Good being God. ridiculous Seriously. to get into Moda Center for a playoff mm-hmm. series. 
crossing my fingers, hoping there's a chance. Will, do you have a comment I on that? I would say it's a little less likely for that. Of course it is. Yeah. I just said, all I said, yeah. all I said, I it didn't give you hope. hope it, no. Why not? Just, yeah. You Why know, not? Give, something, give people something hope, to be son. hopeful about. We're seeing fans around the country <laughs> in basketball games. I'm not saying that there's going to be 20,000 fans. No. But if you could get 6,000 fans and you had an opportunity to be one of them, that would be pretty cool. And even just, just the limited amount of fans, just yep. it makes all the difference to hear the sounds of yes. the crowd. You know, it's amazing. Because I, I tried to watch a couple of basketball games where there's no sound. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. This is so weird. And the, yeah. and the, the fake fan, the, the fake fan sounds yeah. that they uh, mm-hmm. they pumped in, to me, they got really old really quick yeah, with I the know. broadcast thing. Yes, but yeah. We move on from that. It is mm-hmm. time for What to Watch. Yes. Jen has watched 90 Day Fiance, so this will be taken over by Will and Jen. We bring in Jen to talk baseball with me and talk TV with Will, so I will step aside and let them talk 90 Day Fiance. Next, what to watch on the center of the Saint. This is 1080 The Fan. Which is the most exciting matchup in the field of competition? Which game will leave you kicking yourself if you miss it? Which channel should you switch to when the sporting day is gone? Welcome to America's most exciting sports talk radio show segment. It's time for What to Watch. Presented by Encore Audio Video. Now hear this. Whether you're looking for a new TV or a custom home theater, start at Encore's showroom at 14th and Everett in the Pearl. Now our expert panel, avid television viewer Will Darkins. And increasingly out-of-touch father of twin girls, Luke Anderson, are here to tell you what to watch. Literally, it's what to watch on The Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. For anybody that's listening and don't think that the Sinner and Saint are are a big deal, that me and Will don't, you know, make people, uh, you know, Get get the get the feelers like I'm doing something special. We uh, Jen are head honchos. Jen Ellis is uh, is here, but you know, most weeks during the uh, spring and summer months, and she's still taking selfies because uh, she's so proud to be here. She has to tell her friends she's going to go out on the internet and be like, "Look, I Look got me. to sit I'm in the with radio. these idiots." I was taking pictures of you guys actually. Well, I mean, we're with the gorgeous time. river in the background. Sure, sure. Yeah. Check it out. I'm on Sinner and Saint. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Oh, come on! It's the Saturday show. Uh, what? Where? On what? Yeah, exactly. And so who's the fan with, with Luke Anderson, Will Darkins? Who? Who's that? Uh, Will Darkins, it is NBA All-Star Weekend. You <laughs> admit to being a ravenous fan of NBA All-Star Weekend. What are you watching for this weekend? I want to see the flow of the uh, whole event because this is oh, weird, okay. right? It it's, is. It's Pre-game strange. skills. It's it's pregame skills and three point contest mm-hmm. game halftime dunk contest second half of game and it's strange because usually NBA All Star weekends like two or three days yep. that you'll have three days of events no celebrity game this it, year right? no yeah. rising stars and so it's kind of depressing in that way because I view the NBA All Star weekend as you guys probably view baseball which is like oh it's a pastime it's like you just flip it on and you kind of watch yeah. some of it you sure. kind of. Just, you know, get on the couch and do other stuff, but still have it on in the background. So I'm going to watch it, see what it's like. Uh, obviously, I want to see what Anthony Simons is going to do yeah. in the dunk contest. Mm, we had yeah, him on like him. Uh, AJ and Desi earlier this week, nice. and he wasn't really giving a lot of hints as to Ooh. what he was going to do. <laughs> but he neither confirmed nor denied that Damian Lillard would be helping him. Oh, oh okay. snap. Mm. 
All right. There you tell go. Tell him Watch. I say hi next time you talk to him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Oh, 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 wait, Anthony. Oh, wait, Jen Ellis says hi. Jen says hi. Uh, Jen, what are you watching for in baseball this mm. week? Anything upcoming that we need to keep an eye out? Anybody making uh, debuts or well, any teams? Well, Kershaw are- made his uh, spring debut yesterday, which was, you know, fun to see a couple of innings. But um, none of the A's uh, starting rotation are going to be for at least another week or so. Um, yeah, Bob, I think they Bob Melvin's asked, doing the, a lot of the young guys that are prospects first in the first couple of weeks. Yeah, the Astros are without, I think, eight pitchers. Yes, oh gosh, yeah. COVID oh reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Well, just, yes, so yeah. just so watch spring training. I'm just kind of like flipping through games and seeing what people are Any doing. Any teams and, that you want to see? Mm, I'm, I, You know, I mean, I like to just kind of poke around. Just I like, around? Yeah, I like to see the Rays. I like to see the White Sox. I like to see, um, you know, I actually watched the Boston Red Sox game because oh, I wanted to see Kike Hernandez. I like him a lot. And he hit a home run. Just so watch for which managers are cowards. They're going to duck uh, out of innings. Yes, exactly. Those bastards. How do uh, I tell who's cheating? Uh-huh. Uh, it's the Astros. Yeah, it's they're the Astros an, and Alex they're, Cora. They're wearing Astros so, uniforms. Yeah. Or Pretty they're A.J. Hinch in, in you know, uh, Tigers uniform and yeah. uh Boston. Should I listen for uh, trash cans? Yes, you mm-hmm. definitely should. Bang, bang. Uh, all right, kids. <laughs> bang, <go>. bang. <laughs> Have at it. Uh, <laughs> what are you watching outside of sports? Jen, what did you watch this week? <laughs> all right, Jen Dish, let's all hear All right, it. so we uh, started with the first season of 90 Day Fiance. Did okay. you watch the first season? I, Have of you course seen, like, I've all watched of the first them? season. <laughs> yes. I don't even know how many there are. Is it up to like 89 seasons it's now? It's right around Something there. Like but you're right. It. I was kind of surprised. Uh, you know, I mean, there's like all these hot girls and these kind of schlubby guys. Yep. You know, so it's like the Kevin James and the you know Leah Remini you know mm-hmm. couple type thing where it's hot girl and you know look at you chubby guy. using TV references well, to describe TV. That's how this segment wow, should be done. Look well, at that expert See? expert job there. Meta. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I kind of thought it was funny because there was one couple that was, I think they're in Alabama. Um, and it's this, you know, um, kind of the, the family's real clutch pearls and like real straight lace, you know. And the fiance girl is like real fiery Latina that wears like nothing in the house, you know, and she's super hot, you know. And the mom's like, it would be nice if you put something on to eat breakfast. You okay, know? you're referring and- to the Oklahoma couple, and <laughs> yes. this is Russ. And, yes, uh, Russ and Pow. And Pow. Right. And let me tell you something. Yeah. It gets even worse as seasons <laughs> go along. Well, I, we were shocked because they went to go look for an apartment because she's like, I cannot live in this house anymore. Yes. Right? So what she did can't, she say? She can't live with the parents, right? I cannot live in this house anymore. Yeah. So she wants to go get an apartment, right? So she's got this real expensive taste. And they go look at this humongous apartment, you know, with a you know patio and a jacuzzi and a spa and this and that. And then she's like, how much does this cost? And the real estate agent says, it's $1,100. And they were all like, <gasps> and I'm like, that's it? <laughs> Only $1,100? Good God. Yeah, it's Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Like, but you're living in Oklahoma. Yeah. It's Oklahoma, right, man. Yeah. yeah, here that's like yeah. $1,100 for an apartment. I know. Is like, it's like a studio. Uh, excuse me? Yeah. That deal? I'll take. Here's your, here's your Murphy bed. Uh, <laughs> it folds <laughs> down. And yes, when it folds down, it's right next to the toilet. But, <laughs> but it's $1,100. Yeah. Yeah, but exactly. isn't Thank it addicting? Much. The show's addicting yeah. because you get sucked in by the mm-hmm. stupid premise, which is like, yeah. here these people they're obviously trying to get their green cards here they do not love these other people they've known for like two weeks Mm -hmm. and you go oh this is just trash and then you see them interact and you're like 
I can't look away from this. Yeah, it's, I know. <laughs> so embarrassing. Well, and spoiler alert, we did look ahead, and all of the couples from season one are still together. Yes. They're all still together. They are and still together. And that's shocking, because, I mean, like, I do like the little Mormon boy with the really hot girl that, like, everybody's like, oh, you could be a model here in L.A. And she's like, I don't know what this model is. Yeah. You know, and it's like, duh, you're freaking gorgeous. <laughs> look in the mirror. But um, they're still together and they have a kid. I mean, it's super cute. It's an it's an interesting idea. And I, you know, I would like to see, like, when there's, like, a fight or something and see what happens. Oh, keep you know, watching. But, yeah. it I'm, sure, I'm sure it will. It it's gets absolutely insane. super silly. All but, right. Yeah. There's your... Now we just turn it on while we're cooking to have something on in the background, yeah. you know. Just we have don't... people screaming. Yeah, exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, your trash <laughs> TV <laughs> minute with Jen and Will. Fiance. I hope that everyone enjoyed it. What about you? What are you watching, Luke? Uh, what am I watching? I, I'm watching some uh, Community. I went back and watched mm. uh, the series. I never watched that. I enjoy that show. I can never get into that. Yeah, me neither. I, and I've tried like, like three yeah. episodes, and I just yeah. And I like all I like a lot of the actors in that show, but I just I that, never could get into it. Yeah, that's yeah. how I was. Uh, if you get through the first season, uh, it gets pretty ridiculous. I watched Rick and Morty, and <laughs> and then going back because uh, Dan Harmon is the creator of both of those shows. Watch Rick and Morty first, then go back and watch it, and just watch for him slowly losing his mind as con community continues on. Because they started kind of the same thing. They started with a premise. You're like, all right, it's a sitcom. And then you go into it, and it's like, all right, we're just going off the rails. So <laughs> ends up being pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So. They jumped the shark. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, yes, they jumped the shark again and again. And I love yeah. Chevy Chase, and he's just absolutely terrible and ridiculous. Yeah, he really, uh, he's one of those ones that, uh, celebrities, I mean, who you would have never suspected as a total D. Yeah, it's unfortunate because he actually, he's pretty funny in the show. He's but He's very funny. Yes. <laughs> he's just hysterical. He is just a huge a-hole. I know. In real life, and it's through articles, through stories, yep. and apparently he wasn't. I like think the Chevy made, Chase TV show was yeah. completely ruined by him being a jerk. Yes, and then him also just like <laughs> dropping an entire sheet cake on an audience member, which yeah. is probably the best moment of that show. Sure. He wishes happy birthday to an audience member with a huge sheet cake. Yeah. Walks up, he just, like just jumps it off. he doesn't even like he, he doesn't even like throw it. He just kind of lets it slide off him, and he turns around and walks. <laughs> That's kind of his bit, though. Like the funny the funny thing about Chevy Chase in Community to me is. He's just being an older version of uh, Clark W. Griswold. He's just oh, kind of the same. Like it, it, it's a little bit more of a caricature than mm. that. But he's, he's, it's still, it's the, it's the falling down as Gerald mm -hmm. Ford yep. that he was doing from time he's on SNL. His ribs. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah. little bit of a stammer that he mm -hmm. has when he doesn't quite understand mm -hmm. what's going on. It's still, he still just plays Chevy Chase, yeah. and it's pretty funny. Yeah. And you got to figure with actors that are that old, like you just kind of go back to that. Yeah. Like, I've said that with Bill yeah. Murray, mm -hmm. and I know everybody's yeah. going to roast me on this, but, like, Bill Murray movies now are literally just Bill Murray. It's yeah. not a character. No, it's just, he and rolled, it shouldn't be. He rolled his ass in there and was like, where's the script? Yeah. Got it. Okay. I'm just yeah. going to be Bill Murray for the next well, three Vin, hours. Vince Vaughn tried to be an actor for a while, and it got exhausting. Yeah. I was like, just, just be Vince Vaughn. We, Vin like, we yeah. like Vince Vaughn. Just yeah. be Vince Vaughn. Just do that thing from Swingers where you jump up on the table and you yell. That's great. Yeah. All right, everybody have a wonderful weekend. It looks like the sunshine's coming out because we asked you to. You're welcome. We're done. Bye-bye. Gorgeous. All right, bye-bye. For life is quite absurd, and death's the final word. You must always face the curtain with a bag. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 